In a world of uncertainty, one thing is for sure. Cancer doesn't stop during a global crisis. On Saturday, June 13, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, LLS, will host a trailblazing event, Big Virtual Climb, sponsored by Abvi, to support their investment in groundbreaking research to advance blood cancer cures and its first in-class patient education and services, including financial support and clinical trial navigation. Step up to take cancer down by climbing 61 floors or 1,762 steps. Inside or outside, on stairs, on the road, or your treadmill, climb your way. Join us for an opening ceremony and then take on your climb with your heart-pumping playlist. Join us on June 13 from coast to coast as we come together to climb, conquer, cure. Register at lls.org slash bigclimb. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, May 29th. This is Film Session, and today we're breaking down 1996 basketball movie Space Jam. I'm J.E. Skeets, and joining us on the phone today, we got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Hey-o! Hey-o! We got the international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Leolis. Friends! Mmm, Lily, the man making the magic happen, J.D. Hello! There he is, and our special guest today. He is a staff writer at The Athletic. He does radio for Sirius XM NBA, and he loves bad movies. Which is why we're having him on today. It's Zach Harper. Zach, what's up, man? Oh, man. Do I love me some bad movies. Like, you know, I, every once in a while I get asked, like, do you like good movies? I'm like, I do, but I just prefer the bad ones. Well, we got a doozy to break down today. Uh, but before we all come on and slam, uh, a little housekeeping. Email us your NBA questions and comments to nodunksattheathletic.com. We'll be beach stepping it up next week. Get those cues in. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at nodunksinc. Lee, another successful pop in packs yesterday. Who was your guest yesterday? I had the uh, big uh, X-Man, the former Sonic, former Sun, former Nick and Celtic. Uh, when you say successful, I'll say it took us four or five goes to get it up and running. Uh-oh. But once we did, uh, we got a good 33 minutes out of the X-Man. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I think I sort of said to you guys earlier in the week, you know, social media wasn't his strong suit. And uh, that proved to be correct. But we got there in the end. And that's, uh, <laughs> that's all that really counts. Xavier McDaniel. But did he have fun, uh, you know, guessing oh, yeah. the players from the cards? Okay, good. Yeah, he, he had a very strong pack, actually. He did quite well so um, oh, wow. yeah Good. yeah no he, he, he blitzed. I'm convinced you're uh you're planting these packs you're putting players <laughs> in for sure that like Xavier McDaniel would go against you think a Scotty Pippen was a coincidence come on, you. <laughs> come on man you've seen me I don't juice these packs man I, I I mean the one Kendall Gill when I pulled a Kendall Gill out of that pack that just proves I don't mm. juice these packs so yeah likely story I think I've watched <laughs> Uh, Xavier McDaniel and and John Rocker, not such a fun throwback name, but I think I watched him on a Pros versus Joes episode once, and X Men was just elbowing people for no reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, well, yeah it was pretty. It was pretty funny though during one part because uh, someone came into the house and he just yelled out, "Hey." I'm on the phone. Oh, my God. Yeah. The X-Man is your dad. That'd be a little frightening. Holy moly. All right. And you guys know we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash nodunksinc. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. All right. Good stuff, Garth. Okay. So our movie, it is 1996 Space Jam, directed by Joe Pitka. 
who is actually the creator of um, some of the best and most well-known television commercials ever made. Uh, like He's a legend in that field, but he directed this one as well, starring Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. Uh, the IMDb <laughs> synopsis, in a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom, the Looney Tunes seek the aid of retired basketball champion Michael Jordan. All right, I just want to throw a quick disclaimer on this one before we break it down. Yes, we know Space Jam is a kid's movie. It's supposed to be silly and fun and honestly sort of pointless. That's a kid's movie. But that's not going to stop us from critiquing the shit out of this one, all right? It's all in good fun, okay? Okay, so you don't, you don't have to get all upset with us. You don't have to go tweeting me, oh, you're ruining my childhood movie. Look, this is all in fun. That all said, this movie sucks. It's terrible. It's, it's so bad. Zach, go ahead. This this movie, I remember it sucking. And yeah, maybe I was a little too old at the time when it comes out to really, really enjoy it as a child would. But watching it again, I was like, this is brutal. Yeah, I was 14 when it came out. And I remember liking it just because I got to see Michael Jordan. But I also remember feeling, I'm a little too old for this, right? <laughs> like, I, and like, But I still, like, I had good memories of it. And then I watched it. I don't know, sometime in my 20s and just could not believe that it existed. Um, I guess because I didn't really understand commercials at that point, which yeah. was like a 90-minute commercial for, for Michael Jordan. But um, but yeah, like I couldn't, I just couldn't believe how bad it was. And then I've, I've like kind of crapped all over this thing on Twitter. But, and the pushback you get, and this is the thing I cannot <laughs> stand. And it happened yesterday because I watched this movie yesterday. Uh, to you know, prepare for this, Thank and you. I and I was watching with my girlfriend, and she's like, "Oh, this is a great movie, right?" I said, "When's the last time you <laughs> saw it?" And she said, "When I was a kid." And I said, "Yeah, this movie sucks." And her response, which is the response I always get first, was, "But the soundtrack is so good." <laughs> that has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. You're right; the soundtrack's amazing. Half of it's canceled at this point, but the yep. soundtrack is amazing. But the movie sucks. <laughs> Zach. Of your 350,000 plus tweets, how many have been dedicated to uh, debating <laughs> Space Jam? It's got to be the only a... person who gets asked questions about Space Jam more than we do. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be a good 100K. I gotta, it's got to be about a third of them. <laughs> well, worth it then. Yeah. So, so yeah, Space Jam it received at the time mixed reviews from critics out there, but it was a box office success. I mean, it had MJ in it. It's got Bugs Bunny. It grossed over $230 million worldwide, becoming the highest growth basketball film of all time but is this even actually a basketball movie jd or is this like you know zach was alluding to it's more of a it's really a commercial yeah i mean and saying it was 90 minutes is very very charitable it's more like 75 <laughs> minutes uh is it a basketball movie sure there's lots of basketball in it isn't there i mean it's non-stop basketball really i mean mm -hmm. really is it a space movie i don't think so they, they don't... <laughs> Never go to space. There's one scene in space. Right, right. So you, when it comes to the title of this movie, you're fine with the jam part, but not so in on the space part being yeah, included. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's more I mean, of a core of the Earth movie, right? Yeah. Like it's... yeah, they're underground almost the entire time. But Skeets, you say mixed reviews. Roger Ebert, Gene Siskel, and Leonard Maltin give it positive reviews. These yeah. are like, I don't know, the three biggest uh, film critics of our lifetime probably. Because they all live in Chicago. 
They're big mm. Jordan oh. guys. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I can see why my uh, my thoughts on this movie are going to line up with theirs. <laughs> uh, so okay, so you enjoyed this as a child, I assume, Trey, and still enjoy it to this day. Did you watch it with your girls? Yeah, exactly right. Um, I I was twelve when it came out, and. Even as a 12-year-old, I didn't love it, but I really liked it. You know, I just like seeing Michael Jordan in a movie. I like seeing the Looney Tunes on the big screen, but it was a little underwhelming. And then, you know, throughout my 20s, I was right where you guys are. This movie sucks. There's no way it's any good. And then I watched it with my 5-year-old and 3-year-old, and I'm like, I like Space Jam again. Sorry. <laughs> what? Because what? They were just laughing and thinking it's hilarious? Like Exactly I- right. Um... I don't know if the Looney Tunes are still popping for kids these days. So they're being introduced to these new characters, uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Yosemite Sam, all of these guys. And, you know, they're still funny. I still like the Looney Tunes. It was uh. a throwback to me to see it. Um, so, yeah, they enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, to be able to share two huge parts of my childhood, both Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes, I, I couldn't resist it. That's funny you say that because in watching this, you know, as a 39-year-old man and actually heading into it before I started watching it, I was like thinking to myself, why do I hate this movie? Because I am one of those ones that I'm always saying, no, stop asking us Space Jam questions. Stop asking us who would be the new monsters. Like, stop it. I hate this movie. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. I was like, what is it? What is it? Because I know it's not because like, oh, MJ is such a bad actor in this movie. Yeah, duh. Or the plot is pointless. Yeah, duh. It's a kid's movie. And I figured it out why I really dislike this movie. And, it's, and it speaks to what you're sort of saying there, Trey, a little bit. I don't like the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Wow. That, 100% what, right, Skates. That's what wow. hit me. I was like, actually, I dislike this movie because I think the Looney Tunes suck. Yeah, they do. It's This movie is made by people who don't like cartoons or have never watched Looney Tunes. With the exception of Bugs and Elmer Fudd, shout out to Billy West, the voices aren't even close to Mel Blanc. Mm. And you had Noel Blanc, Noel Blanc, Mel's son, was booked to do this movie, and uh, he asked for too much money, I guess. So they let him walk. So then they just recast everybody else. They right. just got various people to play the characters, and they're not even close. They're empty shells of what they were <laughs> wow. back in the day. Wow. I mean, just like the Earth, you know, we think on the inside of it there's molten lava, but in reality, it's a world of Looney Tunes right. playing basketball games. That's right. As as JD was talking there, I started doing some some quick math in my head. Mel Blank, Noah Blank. Iron Eagle, Noah Eagle. It's all the same number of letters. Now, Mel and, and Iron are different, but it's the same number of letters going on with those combinations. Fascinating. Fascinating. I don't, I don't have anything to do with that. It's just that what's went in my head. And yeah, if I didn't say it on the podcast, yeah. it was going to fester there for a week. Mm. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for yeah, saying sorry. it out loud and sharing that. Yeah, I, that's honestly, though, it, it really did hit me. It's like, I am such... More of a Muppets fan than I am a Looney Tunes fan, um, and that's just who I am, damn wow. it. But but Lee, yeah, Lee, what what did you watch this with your young boys? Um, how many times have you seen this movie? I assume again, like most of us, you watched it when you were younger, and then you're watching it here for this. And and what did you think watching it again? Yeah, I think the first time I saw it was probably in the seminar. I was because I was 20, I think, when it came out. So uh, it was Michael Jordan. It was like Bugs Bunny, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to see this for sure. And you know, I walked out thinking like. <laughs> I'm going to have to pretend I liked it when I didn't, but I watched it this morning 
I watched it this morning with a, with an eight year old and a three and a half year old, and it was one of the most fun hour and a halfs I've had. These guys wow. just laugh. Oh well, because they, you know, when you see the coyote like splat onto the court and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. I mean, that is hilarious. Especially my eight year old, he loves that sort of stuff. <laughs> he actually loves Tom and Jerry cartoons and things like that, where they, you know, they blow each other up and things go crazy. So He's he saw a, a bit of that. Streak in him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, when you see your own children laughing and having fun, it's like impossible to not enjoy whatever it is they're doing so Fair. yeah i was loving and 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 my eight-year-old took an interest in michael jordan and the last dance and so he was asking some questions you know he said is michael jordan still alive at one point and i said yes he is <laughs> because um, that's his first question with anyone famous is that, are they still alive are they still alive yeah, my like, yep. kids are the same they'll always assume everyone's dead it's yeah weird yeah um, so, uh, so I had a lot of fun just, just the experience of it this morning. I mean, obviously I'm not sitting there taking notes and watching it, uh, scene by scene, but seeing my boys love it and get into it, um, it was, it was an enjoyable, uh, 90 or whatever it is, 110 minutes or whatever it is. Well, did, did Sebi ask you, uh, why didn't Michael Jordan want to go back home in this movie? Why was he totally <laughs> cool just being there in the Looney Tunes universe? Why does he even consider them friends? Uh, yeah. cause that, that's a weird part to me with this movie. Yeah, I guess he's just able to sort of uh, understand that it's not real, and uh, and he's in the Looney Tunes world like that. He didn't really question how it Who, all Michael came Jordan, together. or you're saying <laughs> <laughs> both? Okay. Uh, but uh, but you know, it was it was great because he's not a huge basketball fan. My son, he he likes it, but he's not the biggest fan. But so seeing all the other stuff, all the other goofy things going on, and you know, heads exploding and guys going crazy, and the um, Tasmanian Devil kind of eating the basketball and stuff like that. Sure. He loves that sort of stuff. So okay. uh, so I really enjoyed it this morning. You should show him the old Chuck Jones com- uh, uh, cartoons, though, because yeah. the, the the Tasmanian Devil is, it's like they neutered him. He's just like the toned down, uh, I, I just. Yeah. May, That's actually why Tass oh. refused to be on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so how dare you? <laughs> how dare you take my namesake and just neuter him like that? It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're right with a lot of them, the, the characters. They don't, first off, like, you see them, but they don't have a lot of roles, right? No. Like, I mean, what? Bugs has, obviously, most of the lines. We get we get Lola. Oh, my God. We'll get to that. Who? Can I clarify before we really dive, do a deep dive on her? She was brand new, right? Yes. Brand yeah, new. Okay. Brand new character. Um, but, yeah, and then I guess Daffy's got some scenes. But, like, a lot of those other ones, you see them once or twice but yeah you're not getting the true you know Elmer Fudd you're not getting the true Yosemite <laughs> Sam or whatever <laughs> they're, not, they're not getting to shine here um, look, you look, sound look. like my friends who watched The Last Dance and are like man you know it was really great but I could have used some more Judd Bushler yeah. <laughs> where yeah. was the Luke Longley interview I'm like that's for us Bulls fans you know everybody else wants to hear from the main people I could have used more Bugs Bunny if I'm being honest oh oh fascinating okay Zach I have a question for you in yeah. rewatching it was there something that did surprise you watching it sort of later in life and like oh I had forgotten that was a you know X in this movie or that was a thing in this movie did, did you was there anything you had completely forgotten about I just forgot about how much about slavery this movie is mm, yeah yes. like it's, it's very heavy on like the consequences are slavery yeah yeah that seems for- heavy for kids yeah that's a good point <laughs> Because that, and there's a lot of, I feel like, um, union negotiations being taken place during <laughs> right. this, which is also a pretty heavy concept for kids. You know, a labor or a unionized labor workforce, I think, is pretty uh, foreign to most children who are 12 years old watching this. Yeah, I, I had 
totally forgotten too just how much this movie um, has the whole MJ being retired and the whole baseball theme to it. I had sort of yeah. forgotten about it. I know the timing, of course, duh, makes sense, Skeets. Like, you know, he's filming this before he comes back, but like, how much like MJ is sort of making fun of at himself of being a bad baseball player was almost, and maybe it's just because we watched The Last Dance and we're reminded like how cutthroat and sort of, you know, maniacal MJ is and how competitive he is. But like, you know, they're making fun of what he's batting in this. And, you know, we get the scene where the catcher's like tipping him off and like, mm. hey man, here here comes like, here comes the fastball, here comes the slider and he still strikes out and stuff like that. I had, I had really forgotten about that part of this movie. Yeah, I was surprised by that too because I completely forgot about that, and I thought he was setting him up to trick him, to so he would send him the wrong signals on the ball. I just thought, I thought that's where he's going. But then I guess they were trying to build up how Jordan, because a lot of times there was a few references like, you know, you're my hero, Mike, and I love you. So still showing that he was the big hero at the time. Yeah. I, I, that's what I guess it was. But um, yeah, it was it, it was a weird little part there because they, they went went for what three pitches? I thought. I thought it was only going to be like, you only probably need one of those, don't you? To be like, hey, man, I oh, it's actually three strikes and you're out, Lee. I know yeah, you're right, mostly okay. into cricket, but in our bat sport, that's how it's played. Apparently that was like a true to life scene, uh, according to Gene Siskel, that a catcher really was tipping off Jordan oh. to pitches when he was in the minor leagues. And as we saw with his batting average, it probably didn't matter, but I thought it was a great line. He gets home and he's watching the Jim Rome show with his kid. And he's like, was everybody mad at you? He's like, no. Worse, they all loved me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> oh, it sucked, was... man. Everybody was cheering for me. <laughs> yeah, and I, a part where I was like, "This is so not MJ too," and I know I'm jumping right to the end is when he goes and decides to give the powers back to the other yes. NBA players. Yes. I'm like, "There's no way Michael Jordan would do that <laughs> ever, ever." Is he giving back powers to some of the better players in the league? He's like probably just taking them himself, right? Like suddenly he's got you know he's got Barkley's size and or you know, Sean Bradley's height and Muggsy's handles or stuff like that. Come on, MJ's not doing that. Or at the very least, he goes to that that meeting where he's going to give him back his powers. He says, "Let's put these powers on the line. I'll put something up as well. Yeah. We'll play five on one. If you can beat me, you can have your powers back." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Maybe that's more likely. Um, do you have a JD? Let's go to you. Do you have a favorite Monstar? Do you like the orange, green, purple, favorite blue, or monster. sort of reddish-looking guy? I hate them all. I mean, uh, <laughs> listen, I, uh, I, I can't stress how bad this movie is. You are a hundred percent right. Airbud is a million times better than this. Movie. <laughs> Thank so you. Better. What? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Thank oh you. God. It is. It is. Um, why are you creating the monsters at all? Why are they in the movie? <laughs> you have access to the, a massive stable of some of the most beloved classic characters of all time none of whom get nearly enough screen time and there's already villains that you could use you got marvin the martian i thought we were going to to visit Mar marvin the martian when we're flying through space right at the beginning like oh, oh this is going to be cool this is marvin but it's not it's these new people i i didn't even write down who they are because they're just <laughs> not even that memorable sorry danny devito but they all these new characters suck you got Witch Hazel, you got Sylvester the Cat, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam, the Tasmanian Devil. You could throw in Pinky and the Brain. Why not make them the the, the basketball the, team the that villains? you're that mm. yeah the the villains? And then you're actually you have the the Looney Tunes doing their thing, and then you just put Michael Jordan in the mix. You got you have a movie. But yeah, I mean a favorite monster, please. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you ask me that? 
Okay, let me ask it to Zach. Do you have a favorite monster? Because I know you have an answer. Well, I know now I feel stupid for having one, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, a safe it's space Mu- here, Zach. It's, it's a safe it's, space. It's Muggsy. Muggsy's my favorite. My oh, favorite monster. Yeah, I like the ball handling. You know, the because everyone else is just like you're giant and you're dunking. Like Muggsy had some real skill there. Yeah, yeah. It, the, you know, Swack. Uh, what's his name? Swackhammer. Is that sure. His name? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Which you know, can we? Can we? I might as well ask it. Is he like a, a Jerry Krause version going on here? Like he's got. It's all which I saw. Is, which is funny because then he's also smoking a cigar a lot, and that's very MJ like. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Krause, I would think. But he's not that great at putting together a team, in my opinion. Like he's got too many bigs on this team with Barkley, Ewing, Johnson, and Bradley. He's got two centers and two power forwards, basically. And then yeah, you got Muggsy. Um, but but you you like uh, you like the little guy you like the little red guy yeah. Lee do you have a favorite is it is, Sean Bradley the blue guy is like the I guess the lovable goof of the monster yeah oh, Blanco yeah Blanco yeah yeah I'm I'm not super familiar with all their names but uh, but well I like no you your... shouldn't be no you shouldn't be because we're, they're never said in the movie yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think Nerdlux is ever even said in the movie but we somehow know that's what they're called yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, you know they—they they, when they take on the extra juice and they become big, you know, big guys. Like it, it, it's great; they embrace that role. And then when they lose it at the end, it, it's sort of kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, we had a deal with this anyway. Although Jordan says that to them, really. So you know, I mean, look, they're all fun guys, aren't they? Really, you, you feel for them at the end of the day. <laughs> no, you don't. None, of, none of them the are jerks, are they? They're not, none of them are jerks. They're just—they're they're fun guys. Fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. Trey, what about you? Oh yeah, I'm I'm certainly a Blanco man as well. I I feel bad for him. You know, they gave him the best lines because he had to be inhabited by Sean Bradley, and that's you know that's a tough get. Uh, If you're stealing, if you're stealing talents, I suppose if you had never heard of basketball, you would immediately go for the tallest guy. Mm. But there's that scene of Sean Bradley having his power stolen, and the only way you can tell that he has his power stolen is that he's running very slowly, and I'm like, kind of similar, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks like he's still got it, if you ask well, me. Yeah. <laughs> My takeaway, it's Skeets, I'm, I'm interested if you felt this. I don't know how familiar you are with the Nemo universe, but I felt like it was like the original Dory, like oh. the, the Sean Bradley one. That was the vibe I got. Wow, I had never thought about that, but I can definitely see the similarities. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I do. That's a good point. The original Dory. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we would get to that on this uh, on this podcast. No, that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, one thing I noticed, and maybe it's because we had just done the film Eddie, um, which was filmed around oh, the same time, and I knew movie. in doing a little research, yeah, that was a great movie. Um, that, that in doing some research for Eddie, we figured out, you know, Muggsy Bogues was injured during that time. Um, you know, he was uh, rehabilitating a leg injury. I don't think Muggsy is ever stand... Well, he sort of... He hobbles at one point, but I the, he must have, of course, had the same injury and was still rehabbing it in this movie. Because you know the scene where we get, like, the montage of the NBA guys who have now lost their powers mm-hmm. and are, like, seeing the therapist and they're in the hospital and they're doing all these tests on them to figure out what the hell went wrong and why they're suddenly not great basketball players? There's a scene where... Um, Charles isn't with them, but the three other giant guys, Sean, Ewing, and then Johnson, and then Muggsy's in front with a doctor, and they're walking down a hallway in the hospital, and they mm-hmm. all hit their head. I'm pretty sure Muggsy is being wheeled oh, in yeah. that scene. Yeah, okay, okay. 100%. Yeah, because I could not figure out how he was moving. Yeah, he's like <laughs> gliding. He's like on a dolly. It's so weird. 
But, and then I, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. They filmed in 96. He probably really couldn't be walking around. And then of course he is in a wheelchair in a couple scenes later. And then later in the movie, he like, again, he gets up and hobbles at one point. And they're like, all right, Muggsy, we need you to stand here, man. He's like, all right, I'll run anything for you, MJ. Anything for you, Bugs. Um, but okay, yeah, I don't know. It's a funny little scene that popped into my head. Well, what do we think of, okay, JD, you're not a fan of the, of the Looney Tunes themselves, but what about all the cameos? Like, forget forget the basketball players mm. for a second, but what about Bill Murray and and um, and Newman um, and Wayne Knight in this movie? Uh, Wayne, Wayne Knight is great in this movie, and it shows Bill, Bill Murray is always awesome. He uh, the scenes that he's in are are great. I mean, you, I was, I felt like I was watching a movie finally, you know, and <laughs> and that's a good thing. Um, I thought, and I, and Wayne Knight is great too, and I, Michael Jordan is fine. Can Consider that he is acting against nobody in a massive green space and people in green outfits. Like, he does not do too badly for a guy who does not act. And and I, I would say that across the board. Um, you do notice, though, when Bill Murray starts talking to the characters that uh, you, you notice a difference. Like, he's great at talking mm-hmm. to nobody. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was all great. Larry Bird, yeah, you know, I mean... Oh, I thought, I thought Larry he was, was fine. Great. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was fine. He was pretty comfortable. I thought in that role. Yeah, he'd because been he's standing next to Bill Murray. You know, yeah. like yeah. I think all of his scenes are with Bill Murray, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was. It's fine. Every all the humans in the movie are fine. It's the people <laughs> behind behind the scenes that I I have a real problem with. Hmm. Hmm. I thought Wayne Knight was good in it as well, and uh, you know, there's the part where Michael Jordan makes a sub, and he picks. Um, I can't remember who he picks over Wayne Knight, who's sitting on the bench trying to come in, and he just like flabbergasted on the side. Oh, you picked him over me? It's like, like a tiny him. little mouse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, but you know, he, he embraced that role uh, as he always does, and sort of makes it his own. And um, and I, and I He's thought he's always was a... playing the same guy. In yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Newman. Well, well he was also... peak. He was peak Newman at the time, of course, as well. So um, you know, sometimes when, when he's that... Newman delivering mail. Sometimes he's Newman playing basketball. Sometimes. <laughs> He's Newman stealing, stealing DNA. The guy can do it all. I tell you what. I do think that like seeing him and now having seen The Last Dance, you're like Wayne Knight could have easily been a sniff bro, right? Like he would fit in with oh, that yeah. collective yeah. very easily. I tell you what though, Wayne Knight nailed an incredible basket there too. There yeah. was like five guys trapped on him, and he still dropped it in from half court. That was unbelievable. Better than even uh, Fat Boys in uh, in Teen Wolf. <laughs> Chubby, wow. please. His name Chubby. is Chubby. Chub, Chub, Chubby, yeah. You just called a guy that we're calling Chubby already Fat Boy? Oh. <laughs> well, he says shoot at Fat Boy. That's what yeah, I was yeah, that's yeah. What I'm remembering. Yeah, so you like the shot where, um, what's his name in the movie? Stan, right? Uh, yeah. Stan, Stan hits the shot and then flattens into a, a pancake and... Yeah. And then it's like a whoopee cushion. I don't know. I'm sure your kids enjoyed that part. That's a <laughs> yeah, of course. Part. Actually, it's an interesting part of the movie because we find out, basically, Bugs at that point finally tells Michael Jordan, "Hey, man, anything goes here yeah. in Looney Tunes universe." And he's ten like, seconds oh. left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and MJ's like, oh, what do you mean? I can just stretch my arm and drop it in the basket from half court? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. He's like, all right, maybe I'll try that now. Thanks for telling me what I got here. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, let's. I do want to talk about Lola. Uh, man, ah, this new character, obviously the female um, female Bugs Bunny, for lack of a better uh, explanation, which is yeah, basically what she is. Good. 
I cannot stand like the sexy music that plays. Mm. It's weird. It's it, real weird. <laughs> so weird, Zach. Oh my god. And I, Kristen Ledlow. I know if you're listening, big Lola fan, big Space Jam fan. But that oh, there's something about that is so strange to me. I get it. It's the '90s. It's a little different time. But uh, yeah, you you obviously had the same uh, reaction to that, Zach. Yeah, my, my girlfriend did ask. She's like, why do why do car why do female cartoon animals have boobs? That was her question to me, and I didn't have an answer. I just yeah, yeah. That was yeah, because it's it is, and even at the end, like I don't know, maybe this is too much living in the tides, but there's a little bit of a me too moment, right? Where she ends up, I guess she ends up liking it, but like Bugs just kisses her, yeah, like really forcefully kisses her, um, almost cartoonishly, one would say, and uh, (laughs) and 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 at first I felt uncomfortable, and I don't know if that's actually if it's actually uncomfortable. I'm just now I'm just like I don't think you can touch anybody. I don't think that's right, right. He also kissed MJ right away, too. He did, yeah. He's just a <laughs> yeah. kisser. Yeah, he, he is a kisser. Yeah, yeah he's always right. bugging everybody, but that's another thing that stuck out to me. So many boner jokes in this movie. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, the nerd lucks wander in when they're finally going to start stealing the powers. They're all, like, joined together underneath a, underneath a trench coat. They sit next to Patricia Heaton, and she says... Uh, excuse me, he's doing something very weird in his yeah. raincoat, which is something I would have missed as a 12-year-old. There's the right. part where Patrick Ewan, Ewing goes to the therapist, and he's like, are there any other areas you're struggling to perform? <laughs> no! <laughs> and then suddenly the Gold Club trials came out not too much longer, and we're like, oh yeah, he wasn't struggling. And then, of course, when Lola Bunny and Bugs first see each other, Bugs goes stiff immediately and oh, drops yeah. to the ground as a board of wood. We're like, oh, I get you. I see what's happening here. Yeah. No, they were pushing the boundaries uh, in Space Jam in, in 96. I will say, the one redeeming quality of Lola is at least she, as the female, really one of the lone sort of, I know, sorry, uh, no disrespect to Granny, but one of the lone female <laughs> Looney Tune characters um, is that she's good at basketball. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, she can hoop. She can hoop. She's definitely one of the better ones. In fact, she is the best one, right? I mean, easily. Yeah. yeah. High fire. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, because Bugs had to, like, drive a scooter at one point to be effective. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this team runs deep, the the Looney, or Toon Squad, I guess I should call them. Uh, from what I can tell, the starting lineup is uh, Taz, Tasmanian Devil at center. Mm-hmm. You got Lola Bunny as the small forward. Daffy Duck as the power forward. Bugs is running point, and then MJ, of course, is the shooting guard. And then the bench is Tweety, Sylvester the Cat, Elmer Fudd, Porky Pig, Yosemite Sam, Foghorn Leghorn, Wiley Coyote, Barnyard Dog, Granny, Roadrunner, Pepe Le Pew, Beaky Buzzard is sitting on the bench all bandaged up at one point, and then Sniffles. And I might even be... Sniffles is that little tiny um, little mouse guy mm-hmm. who I actually find mm-hmm. adorable. I do like him. Um, and I might be missing a couple, but man, this is, that's a lot of people right, on this I think squad. Stan, and, hello. Oh, Stan, yeah, right, and then yeah. of course Bill Murray becomes the the final fifth guy. I mean, how many how many did I just name there? This is not legal, is my point. <laughs> they can't have <laughs> some of cap violations for yeah. sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's get to the, uh, the. Okay, so the the monsters are killing them in the first half, just destroying the Toon Squad. They go into halftime. And this is where we get the Michael's secret stuff. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's just performance-enhancing drugs he hands out. And, or at least that's what they believe. And everybody takes a swig, and then that's it. That's all, that's all they needed. They're like, all right, now we've got that. I guess we're whatever Michael has, we've got now, and we're going to be good. And then they make the comeback is on, and then we find out, hey, man, that was just water. 
Now, I said to you sort of before we started recording, JD, I was surprised in thinking back. I was like, wow, this is a commercial. Like, I'm sure in my head, like, oh, there's going to be a million Nike references and Hanes references and stuff. And there's actually not a ton. But I thought, I couldn't believe that he said it's just water and not Gatorade yeah, or right. something like that. Like, I can't believe Gatorade didn't, you know, throw down a couple couple grand there and say, just make it Gatorade. You know, that'd be nice. But Yeah. The problem, that if I'm Gatorade, though, the problem is that the quote unquote moral of the whole thing is that, oh, you it didn't help it. you at yeah. all. And yeah. Gatorade wants you to be like, yeah, you need Gatorade to be great at whatever sport you're doing. So I, there may have been a conflict there because Gatorade is mentioned in yep. in uh, Wayne Knight's laundry list that he's reading to Jordan <laughs> while he's trying to get him to go to the baseball game. But um, and that that whole sort of that whole confidence thing, that whole you had it in you the whole time is just so washed over. Like they spend so much time like passing around the juice sort of thing. But then when it comes to the time to, for them to say, oh, by the way, you had it in you all along. There's no real like moment where like, oh, no. really? Yeah, awesome. Let's let's just do this. Let's get together as a team and do it. But really, it's just, you know, uh, stretch your arms, Michael, and we'll win the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was like if they had a certain wolf on their team, you know, who played really well. Oh, and then on the championship I day. I just realized I can hang up on you at any time. <laughs> <laughs> please do. Please do. This is my least favorite part of the week. <laughs> Lee, so, Lee, who's the style Stalinsky of uh, the Looney Tunes squad? Yeah. They, they, I mean, they didn't really have one, did they? A big, uh, you know, sort it's of It's got to be market. Daffy Duck, doesn't it? Uh, oh, Daffy, oh, by the way, I will say it was great when Daffy got introduced and there was no applause. Oh, yeah. great. Make fun of the duck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no there, was, no, there was no real styles on the team. And maybe that's what they needed, you know, a bit of a marketing push. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, marketing is a problem for Jordan yeah. and the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Well, apparently so. Apparently it was. Uh... Well, I thought it was also a missed opportunity because we, we obviously see a couple of a couple of different pairs of Jordans in this movie. Like none of the cartoons, other than I think Lola might have been wearing shoes at one point, but no one else is wearing shoes, which was also a question my girlfriend had. Yeah, that, that I thought the exact same thing. I have that in my notes. Yes, I took notes watching this. It's so sad. <laughs> uh, exactly what I thought. And I was talking to my buddies last night. We're like, ah, oh, yeah, we're gonna break down Space Jam on film session. And you know, we were just like, I think it was my buddy Dub. He's like, didn't so didn't. Bugs Bunny have commercials with Jordan prior to Space Jam. I'm like, oh yeah, I think that's right. Like mm-hmm. Trey, you, I know you're the shoe man here. You're the soul man. Um, that he had a couple. He had a couple Jordans, right? Where it was the hair Jordan, right? Where the marketing of it all, right? Yeah, Jordan six and seven commercials were hair yeah. Jordans, and then you know eventually they like made the Bugs Bunny shoe with a gigantic foot and put it in a Nike town, that kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, they have a working relationship. <laughs> Just nice to see him take it to the next step. Oh, so maybe that's why MJ wasn't so like, you know, worried of like, why the hell am I here? Maybe he's like, oh yeah, I, I've worked with Bugs before. <laughs> he's my guy. Um, and that he doesn't need to get home so quickly. Like how long was MJ gone? Cause he's returned to earth slash the baseball stadium. And, it's like his, his, I don't know, his wife is like, didn't even notice he was gone for the night. <laughs> and I guess it's MJ, so he's Yeah, like, like well, I think weird it's he was only, there for the night, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought it was only like about 24 to 36 hours in between games. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So he wasn't gone all that long, but his wife, yeah, she wasn't sort of like, oh my God, I thought he'd be home by now. There was none of that. So, uh, and his kids, his kids kind of figured it out too, because um, they had to keep the secret, remember? And then his kids yeah. sort of dropped it at, at the, at the game we said where's michael at the baseball game he said he's playing his other game 
What other game? What? What? And then you move on. How did they know yeah. about that game? Well, why, is keep- the, why are the kids even in this movie? It's re- it, it is such a waste to me. I mean, you, ha- you, you, you went to the trouble of casting kids and having them act in the movie, but you don't use them at all. Right. Kids watch cartoons. They relate to cartoons differently <laughs> yeah. than adults. They could have they could have helped Michael Jordan with whatever it was that he was trying to do. Either relate to Porky Pig or or beat the monsters. They could have had some childlike insight that could have helped him and then therefore also bring their relationship with their father closer. They could have been a it could have been like a warm and and heartwarming type thing and and but we don't get any of that we get the kid coming home from a baseball game he's had a shitty game and uh and they're like oh that's too bad and then that leads to nothing it's like there's a weird thumbs up to his dad at the end of the movie oh and that thumbs up is amazing just like, yeah. what? why do they bother putting any of that in the movie it doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah, you know, it's. A, I mean, yeah, they do stumble upon Bugs and Daffy, right? Right. Trying to get the, uh, the basically get MJ's gear, um, <laughs> including his shorts that he wears under his uh, under his um, shorts or, you know, his tights or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's true. And his son, by the way, had a rough day. His son was still batting 685. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. For five, right? Like, it was like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he was fine. Yeah, kid's amazing. Uh, he's better than his dad at playing baseball, that's for sure. JD put so much more thought into the kid aspect of this movie because all I did was just look up if it was the real kids that played him. Right. I knew it wasn't. The, I knew the. Old, I knew Jeffrey wasn't. I knew that wasn't the real Jeffrey. But I looked up the other. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they looked like when they were that young. And so I looked that up, and that was the extent of my research on the kids. Yeah, and then so all three of them are actors. Yeah, that's true. None of them, and of course, Juanita Jordan is not Michael's in the in the movie is not his real mm. uh, his real wife or ex wife at this point. Um, we do get. Swackhammer, I hate it. I hate that name so much. <laughs> Every time I say it, I catch myself. We get Swackhammer or Mr. Swackhammer um, being blasted off at the end, like because you know they had the deal. MJ does make that deal. Toon Squad wins. Uh, NBA players get their power the back. Of course, yeah, exactly. Players. Yeah, yeah and what if a the surprise! He ups the ante. Huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he absolutely does. He says, and if the Monsters win, not you don't get the Looney Tunes. You get me. I will. Legit, like I'll be the slave of Moron Mountain. It's crazy. Yeah. So, but anyway, of course, uh, the Toon Squad prevails. MJ gets the the buzzer beater with the the stretch arms. Well, move. yeah. Can I say, you know, we've had yeah. we've had charges to win games. We've had dunks. We've had free throws. This was the first ever thrunk to win a game. <laughs> yeah, incredible, incredible. Yeah, it should, be, it should, be, should be called space thrunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's so I, right. I, I love the fact there's again a little bit more variety in just how the game was ending. But uh, I, and I'm not sure exactly, but I'd say that's probably our eighth or ninth one point win as well yes. in the final. So uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's just it's, remarkable. It's always close. But then yeah. Swackhammer gets blasted off um, to to wherever he gets blasted off to space. Will we know we're we're getting a Space Jam too? We know we're getting. Um, whatever the hell it's actually called. Space Jam, a new legacy. Mm. Are we going to have, like, is this where, gonna, is this where the sequel's going to pick up? Uh, you know, Swackhammer, wherever the heck he got blasted to trying to get revenge? He's or, back! Yeah, like, I'm, I'm really curious. Like, you got to assume the nerd lucks are going to be involved in Space Jam 2, but will Swackhammer? Or will it be like you're saying, JD? A lot of people are like, why wasn't... Um, why wasn't Marvin the Martian the the real yeah. you know villain? Why wasn't he the leader of the Nerdlocks or whatever? Um, so I don't know. So I, I guess my question to all that was, 
and Zach, we can we can start with you. Is like, <laughs> first off, do you have high expectations for Space Jam Two, or where, <laughs> or have you written a script for it, or like, what do you think of it's, where it's going to pick up? No, I, I haven't quite written a script for Space Jam Two. Mm. Um, it's a great question. I kind of just think it's not going to be related at all, other than oh, oh, because I, I just feel like LeBron's going to want to make it his own thing. <laughs> right and so okay. like i don't think you're gonna have like i think we'll have obviously players getting their power stolen but um but outside of that like i don't think it's gonna be like it might be a save the world type of thing like lebron yeah. will be the hero for the world uh but no i wouldn't say my expectations are high i <laughs> like i i'm assuming i'll see it uh e- even though it kind of feels like an uncle drew type of thing for me and i refuse to watch uncle drew it might be good it might not be i don't know i'm never gonna see it so it's like it's right up there with like the point break remake for me except i i like point break so i so like i i revere that but yeah i I don't know that space jam 2 is high on my list even for my movie tastes do we think we'll see okay do we think i mean you'll be able to bet on this probably will we see michael jordan in space jam 2 will we see Mm. bill murray in space jam 2 um, will we see Swackhammer in Base Station? Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be can they get the there. big names? Uh, hold on, let me tweet Murray, Darren Ravel right now and find out if I can bet on this. <laughs> will, will they do? Will like will Swackhammer's voice just be Draymond Green? Will that? Be oh the wow, or? wow, yeah. So Danny DeVito is the voice in in this one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm scanning uh, the IMDb for Space Jam: A New Legacy, and I'm not seeing Devito, and I'm not seeing Swackhammer, mm. and I'm not seeing oh, any of these yeah. nerd thingies. But you never know because these things are usually very secretive. But yeah, and I guess like yeah, the nerd lucks in the end of the movie become they basically say, "Can we live here? Yeah. Right? Can we can we be Looney Tunes characters? Homeless? <laughs> yeah, they really are." <laughs> And they and they take them in, I guess. So they're a part mm-hmm. of the, they're a part of the squad now. I actually died laughing. I don't know how I found it. I like stumbled upon some like, uh, what's it? It's like it's, I think it's called like Villains Wiki, right? <laughs> and it's the Monstars page, and it's like down the side it says you know full name Nerd Lux alias the Monstars or the Mean Team headquarters Moron Mountain. Leaders, Mr. Swackhammer or Pound, the orange one, also the leader of the Nerdlux or the or the Monstars. Members, Bang, Bupkiss, Blanco, Not. And then this part made me laugh for some reason. Occupation, amusement park workers, formerly. Basketball players, <laughs> formerly. Looney Tunes, currently. <laughs> like, I love thinking of these five guys have like a, a LinkedIn profile page and they've got this all updated on it. Well, they've got a union, so as long as they're paying dues, I'm guessing they're getting their cards. Uh, and it's that easy. Um, but they got to be involved in some way. Yeah. I have a little bit, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm comparing my expectations as a 12-year-old versus my expectations as a 36-year-old. But I got high expectations for LeBron being better than Jordan was in basically the same role. LeBron just is a little bit more natural as an actor, I think, than MJ. Yeah, I mm. agree with you, Trey. He... Again, I I didn't have any problem with Michael Jordan's performance, but I do think that on screen, LeBron can be a little bit more charismatic, and I think he's got a little more comedy chops. Mm -hmm. And you just, from just what we see him personally, like in interviews and even some of his acting roles already? All that, and just his social media, uh, he's just a charming guy on on, uh, Instagram and uh, 
yeah, I just find him to be a charismatic guy. I've always liked LeBron, always. Meeting, seeing him in this, being in the same room with him, like, obviously he's very popular, but he also just, he is the focus of the room. And it's not just because he's a superstar. He is this larger-than-life guy, and he is really, really good at um, making you like him. Hmm. Do you think Michael Jordan likes Space Jam? <laughs> because that's a great question. Because yeah, because like I in doing a little research, that. yeah, in doing a little research, they wanted him to do a second one. I mean, obviously, like like I said, they made over two hundred million dollars. Like duh, like yeah, let's just do this. MJ, come on back. We'll get the gang together. And he's like, no, I don't want to. Now, did he say no? I don't want to because he's obviously caught up in trying to win more championships, and it's like whatever he's he's done with that. Or 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 like I like to consider or think he's like oh, that movie sucked. I don't want to do that. We're not going to do that again. But maybe not. I don't know. I think the experience of of shooting the movie was probably not pleasant for him, um, considering the timing of it. Where wasn't it the the year he came back and then yeah. he they yeah. lost to was it the Magic the Orlando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Um, so you think in some weird way he blames the loss to the Magic <laughs> on uh, Bugs Bunny, Lola? No, they they Daffy. they shot after that though, didn't they? I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the summer before yeah. 95, 96 season. Yeah, but they're probably yeah. doing table reads. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they're doing pre-production. <laughs> yeah. <and>. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I just don't know. I wonder if MJ. First off, has he ever watched it? Jeez. I mean, I. Don't uh, he must have watched it. You would think. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't know. It just I feels don't weird know, to me actually. to imagine Michael Jordan ever watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't picture him sitting down to watch a movie. I don't know why. The only one I can picture him watching is Mean Girls. And other than that, like I just don't see it. <laughs> he's like, that Regina oh, no. George has got it all right, you know? Yeah, she knows what she's talking about. about. Yeah. I, I can see him actually watching No Country for Old Men because the guy's just going around killing everyone, you know? He's got vendettas <laughs> against everybody. I can see him like that, you know? So he's like really into Death Wish and stuff like well, that? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I think he relates a little bit to... Um, what's that guy's name? Um, Ch- Anton, Anton Chigurh. A- yeah, Anton Chigurh. I think he can relate to him. Anyone anyone who upsets Anton is dead and that's it. And I think that's a bit like Michael. Once you upset him, he's got a vendetta against you for life. Yeah, yeah. He'll, uh, he'll never forget just, what Swackhammer just, tried to do. Yeah, it's just that, that classic Space Jam, No Country for Old Men blend together. That way, you know, it's so cliche at this point. <laughs> okay, so before we eventually get to grading this movie, um, are there any random observations or anything else you guys wanted to talk about with this movie? Something that surprised you or whatever? Well, Bill Murray rocking the Jordan 2s, I like that. That mm. absolutely is going to increase the, uh, the, the the score that I give this movie because he didn't look all that cool rocking them, but they are cool shoes. So, it, it you know, it was worth it that that's what the ones they went with. Okay. Okay, so you're a big fan of the footwear that Bill Murray yep. was wearing. Yeah, Bill Murray is, is, I think, totally fine in this. And there are, you like... You know, you every time he would say something, I was like, oh, I doubt they wrote that. It feels like Bill Murray said, let me say this. Oh, for sure. Right. Like uh, when Daffy's like, how'd you get here? He's like, yeah, had a teamster drop me off. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it yeah. goes. You know, like yeah. anytime Bill Murray's on the screen, he is stealing the scene yeah. and he crushes it. Like he's great in his role for sure. He's the best part of the movie, if you yeah. ask me. Zach, is there any random observations? 
Yeah, like 48-2 run to start the second half just seemed a little like you got to call timeout at some point. Um, felt like it's not great strategy from the Monstars. I know they were probably feeling themselves up big 66-18, but 48-2 run, like that's tough. And then, uh, and then I think we can credit Sean Bradley with Michael Jordan coming back to the NBA in 95 because he, he basically is the last one to say, oh, yeah, he probably doesn't have it. Yeah. Right, and then my and then it, it pans to Mike in a close up, and the next thing we know, we're United Center. So I think Sean Bradley brought Michael Jordan back. <laughs> I do love when they get their powers back, and like Muggsy shows off the handles again, not moving at all because he doesn't right. want to re-injure himself. But then we get the other guys dunking, and. And they're just the most simple, two-handed, yeah, yeah. boring dunks to the point where even the directors, like Sean's going to be the last one. He's like, yeah, they like start cutting away from it. They're like, yeah, yeah, George is walking out at that point. Like, he doesn't yeah. care. He's like, okay, who cares? Sean Bradley's going to dunk it. Wow, awesome. Hey, here's your powers back, you losers. See you in the playoffs. Um, I had forgotten, or I'd never noticed, I guess is a better way to put it, uh, that the Nerd Lux wore bow ties. <laughs> oh, they're fancy. Uh, interesting. Yeah. 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 I love cute little guys wearing bow ties. Maybe that Probably was, part uh, of the uniform at Moron yeah. Mountain, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Moron Mountain, a play on, um, what, Magic Mountain? Right? I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and so they're carnies? Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think right. so. <laughs> there was, what was the line in this movie where they make fun of the Anaheim Ducks, the Mighty Ducks? Cause they're what kind of Mickey of... Mouse organization would name their team the Ducks? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That was pretty <laughs> funny. I did a legit chuckle at that one. Uh, JD, any random observations? Um, yeah, more of a question, really. Uh, all the uh, scenes with the, with the basketball players who had lost their, their powers. Yep. Barkley isn't not in most of those scenes. It's just the four of them, right? Yeah. Am, am I dreaming? And and if, wh- why would that be? Just availability or he's just Probably. Not Pro- a licensing conflict of some sort, maybe? <laughs> no, I would, my guess is just availability because he is in some scenes yeah. with them. He's at the end with them for sure. Uh, you are right though. There are many other scenes where it's more three or four of them and not him. Yeah. And he's in like his solo shots. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I thought know. that was weird. Also, did he, did, did Charles Barkley date Madonna as well as Dennis Rodman? Yeah, I don't remember that part yeah, at all. Because he says yeah. that in this movie. Yeah, he right? does. Yeah, oh, I had to rewind it to listen to that, and I thought, oh, I don't remember Charles Barkley going in. <laughs> well, what did your son say when you had to rewind it to uh, you? I don't, yeah, I did. don't worry. Don't worry about it, kids. Let me just listen to this part. <laughs> yeah, okay. Zach, do you remember anything well, about Charles Barkley and, and Madonna? So I got a headline here from Sam Smith from the Chicago Tribune, June 8th, 1993. Charles Barkley says enough of this stuff about him and Madonna, which he says is not only false, but may have contributed to his mother-in-law's heart attack this weekend. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Dark quickly. Yeah, that is... I wish I had read that before I started speaking out loud. No, no, no. We need need to know this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, time to muffle Madonna noise. Yeah. So, So it sounds like it was made up. Um, but then, but then he... why would it be in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, she's a famous name. Throw her in. We got every other Looney Tune in here. Um, my favorite part of this movie is no doubt the Hit 'em High song, the uh, oh, Monstars yeah. anthem. Yeah. That song yeah, is song. still awesome. And the video for that song was fantastic, too. Way better than the actual Space Jam movie. Um, and you know, I actually thought it played more of a role in the movie in my head, like when I was rewatching it. But it's not in it that much. 
that that little uh, that little ditty. But mm-hmm. you're right. We unfortunately start this movie with the canceled R. Kelly. <laughs> right. uh, I believe you can yeah. fly. Still a great song, but uh, yeah. Hey, but you can't say that out loud anymore, JD. Oh, I just did. Yeah, I got to edit <laughs> that out. Yeah, my first note was yikes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also all right. I had a question about when when young Michael Jordan thinks he can fly and goes up for the dunk. Like he just fell down, right? Or was it just a layup? <laughs> like what? Am I supposed to believe an eight-year-old dunked? Yeah, that's right. We never go back to that, do we? No. Yeah, another weird. Uh, a weird scene that goes nowhere with with mm. uh, Jordan's father there, and it just it's there. It's nice, I guess, but plot wise, it doesn't factor in at all, no, does it? Yeah. Not at all. It almost feels like I have no idea if this is true, but like maybe MJ almost requested something like that scene. Yeah. Obviously, you know, right. like <laughs> the timing of the passing of his father and stuff. Like that's what it feels like to me too. Because you're right, it has. There is no real reason to have start the movie with that at all. Yeah. Um, there's, a, but, there's so many scenes like that. There's another one. This is a weird one. But when we're when we're in space at Moron Mountain and Swackhammer is he keeps saying the customer is always, always right. right. Always. Yeah. Like to the point where I'm like, OK, this is going to be important. This uh, this is some <laughs> sort of there's there's something we're going to come back to this customer is always right thing because they're just really, really jamming it down our throats that the customer is always right and it doesn't go anywhere it's nothing it's it's played for laughs i guess but it's not funny so i don't understand i don't understand this movie (laughs) i had forgotten the scene too after the guys lose all their talents and we get ahmad rashad telling us that the five nba players are on the disabled list i'd forgotten that scene where we're like in la and the lakers are refusing to play yeah Uh, yeah and wow, is that weird timing with what's going on in the world now? Because I think they actually even say, I could be wrong, like, doesn't like Vladi say something about a virus or something? Yeah, or yeah. And they're well, putting on masks. Yeah. Yeah. It was very like, timely. Wow. I was like, this is really strange. Um, but yeah, and I forgot I forgot about some of the other cameos. Like, you always remember the five, of course, players, but. Uh, Del Harris. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Del Harris still getting those royalties. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. I thought that was interesting to see through the 2020 lens. Also, like JD was mentioning, uh, you know, Jordan basically at the end of the game after he reveals that the secret stuff was just water all along. It's all inside of you. It's very funny to think of if they recorded it like Jordan really was to his teammates in the 90s. It would not be all inside of you. He'd be like, you don't get to drink my special stuff if you don't score 48 points at the beginning of the second half. I would love to see, uh, you know, like a YouTube clip of somebody updating it with like the Scott Burrell footage uh, from, from the last dance. He's just berating bugs for missing free throws. Oh no! Yeah, there. Someone should honestly do that. Like, uh, there's a a secret scene where MJ punches Bugs Bunny in the eye, <laughs> and you like, yeah, exactly. He's he's calling whoever you know derogatory terms and stuff like that. Oh my god, that would actually be funny. The other uh, one note, if you don't know about it, just because it is sort of fun to go check out, go to spacejam.com. Oh you yeah, you got the original website still up. It is just uh, it's surreal to see and click around on this thing. Um, just do yourself a favor if you've never checked that out. Spacejam.com. I don't know. I don't know why it's still like that, Zach. I don't know if you know the the history of why this website is never updated. If there's a reason to it or anything like that. I I just I can only assume that auto renew is up there for the hosting. You know, like I just <laughs> someone didn't click that off. We gotta buy spacethrunk.com. Oh my god. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, before we grade this movie and wrap this up, a quick word from our sponsors. 
Some days can be too much. The bad news piles up, you're stressed from work, then somebody starts a leaf blower and suddenly you're screaming, everybody keep your composure! Like Will Ferrell in old school. If this sounds like you or Lee, holler at some Sunday Scaries. Sunday Scaries are specially formulated CBD gummies with vitamins D3 and B12 that are super consumable and easy to take on the go. These specially formulated CBD products taste delicious and they can help in all sorts of ways, relaxing, quieting your mind, and yes, keeping your composure. Last year, Sunday Scary CBD Gummies and CBD Oil won top accolades from Forbes, Men's Health, Allure, and Best Products. And they recently launched Cabin Scaries to promote social distancing and responsible isolation. A portion of sales will be donated to the Bartender Emergency Assistance Program to help displaced hospitality workers. Right now, you can get 25% off your first order with the code NODUNKS at sundayscaries.com. That's 25% off your first order at sundayscaries.com and enter code NODUNKS where it asks for a coupon on the checkout page. Find out what product might be best for you. Go to sundayscaries.com and use code NODUNKS. I'm fascinated by this Hawthorne quiz, guys. Like, how does it work? I'm really curious to smell you guys. Skeets, <laughs> did you say you smelled like a peppermint stick the other day? Absolutely. 100% after using this product, I smell deliciously like a little treat you'd find in your over at your grandma's <laughs> in a bowl <laughs> really? on the counter. Yes, I swear to God. Oh, that's crazy. You smell like a snack. I like it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Smelling like a snack. Yummy. That's weird because the stuff that I got doesn't smell like peppermint at all. Like right. it's as far away from peppermint that you can go, I think. Well, I, hold on. When the question was, do you want to smell like a peppermint? Did you say yes or no? I did say no to that. <laughs> oh, okay. So there That's you why. go. Uh, for like my scent, I don't even know how to describe it. Like spiced cedar, maybe? Ooh. Hints of orange and lavender? I don't know. I'm just saying words. I really can't describe it. But what I can tell you is that I smell awesome. Well, not right now, because I just worked out, and I'm stewing in my own rage talking about this stupid movie. But as soon as this show is posted, I'm hopping in the shower, grabbing my favorite Hawthorne item, that massive bar of soap. Did you guys get this? I, Ooh, I went body wash. Ooh. Yeah, I went body wash. I didn't get the bar. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, I love this thing. It's like a brick in your hand. It smells fantastic. It weighs about 15 pounds. Not 15 pounds, but it feels... it's nice and weighty. Anyways. You're doing, you're doing workouts in the shower. I am. I'm doing uh, <laughs> curls. curls. Yeah. yeah. And uh, tricep uh, thingies. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Father's Day is coming up. If you have a dad and he likes to smell good, or better yet, if your dad stinks, go take the quiz at <laughs> hawthorne.co on his behalf, and they'll send colognes and soap and deodorant and all manner of personal care items to make your dad smell and feel great. Check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E and .co, not .com. Hawthorne.co and use promo code NODUNKS to get 10% off your first purchase. That's hawthorne.co. Use promo code NODUNKS and get 10% off your first purchase. Hawthorne.co. All right. Critic score for Space Jam on Rotten Tomatoes, 43%. The audience score... Based off of over 600,000 user ratings. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's the most we've ever had here on Film God. Session. Uh, 63%. 
So people are a lot higher on this movie than uh, the critics were and are, I guess. I fell down a crazy rabbit hole. Um, I accidentally so did stuck Michael my, Jordan. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> stuck my hand into a, into a hole on the golf course. You beat me to it, Trey. Um, but I did, uh, in reading uh, reviews, I always do that when we do film session, and this was my favorite for some reason. It made me laugh out loud this morning. Quote, Space Jam is an amazing ride for those who don't want to watch anything serious. It's a rare film with a cool premise that nobody should miss out on. It's no Citizen Kane, but <laughs> it's surely much more enjoyable and likable than Citizen Kane. Space Jam should be in everyone's collection. That was a real review I found online today. Um, but, hey, let's, uh, let's grade it ourselves. Trey, you can go first. What did you think of Space Jam? Any final thoughts and uh, what's your ultimate score? Well, I mentioned it before. I've gone through three phases now of Space Jam fanhood: liking it, hating it, and now being okay with it. You know, I was it was just fun to watch with the girls. Isla's asking me questions from the get-go. You know, Jordan's ready to retire. First question: Why are all those microphones there? I'm like, good question. This is the most famous person in the world. He's retiring. But I thought he played for the Bulls. Well, he did, and then he didn't, and then he did. Then I had to explain who the Looney Tunes are. Then I had to explain how Michael Jordan actually went about scoring baskets. They show that montage of some of his greatest shots early in the movie. Isla says, there are people doing defense, and he just jumps over them to make it. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's why he's the GOAT, girl. Uh, But I thought Jordan did all right. I thought he was in an even tougher spot than Ray Allen. Ray Allen and he got game. He's either acting opposite of Denzel or trying to carry a scene. Jordan has nobody else around him. He's just playing with some people in green costumes, and suddenly it turns into a movie. It does feel like a long commercial. Looney Tunes aren't usually this long. Commercials obviously aren't this long. But... In the end, it's Michael Jordan sending up the reason he retired and came back to the NBA. We've got some classic in animation. All things said, I'm going 6 out of 11 Jordan 11s here. Mm. I watched this at the start of quarantine, and I took notes then because I didn't want to have to watch it a second time. I still don't want to watch it a second time, but if I ever do, I'm not going to go in dreading it. All right, so that's not bad. <laughs> Lee, what about you? Well, I have to say it got a hundred percent audience score this morning in my house. Uh, I had I, I enjoyed it because my kids loved it so much, and that was Good. a lot of fun. So I am Wiley Coyote holding up a sign with five stars on it. That Whoa! was fun. Wow! 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 Amazing, uh, JD. What about you? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned uh, early on in the show that people people say uh, you're you're shitting on my childhood if uh, when you're when you're on this movie but <laughs> let me say this this movie shits on my childhood okay oh, wow. chuck jones to me is the goat he's the goat <laughs> not michael jordan chuck jones and space jam frankly is f***ing with his legacy <laughs> all you space jam fans out there go back and watch the original looney tunes they're all coming out on hbo max coming up please Every single frame of a Chuck Jones cartoon is a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> and get off JD's lawn while you're at it, everyone. <laughs> no, no. I, okay, sure. I'm an old man. Yes, that's true. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not being cynical about this movie. This movie is cynical. This, this is a, a cash grab 
of epic proportions and the timing of all the jokes. None of the jokes work. None of the gags work. <laughs> Go back and watch the, watch the actual Looney Tunes characters and you will enjoy yourself. Mm. They're 70 years old, some of them, and they still hold up. Yeah, I, listen, I agree with you, JD, on the characters for sure, but my kids don't know those characters yet. So for them... Well, you this are, is, you've got to get on that, Lee. I will. Trust me, I'm going to get them onto that. But for now... <laughs> You know, uh, they, this is all they know. This is the, the Sylvester Stallone that they know and the Tweety and the Bugs, and they still relate <laughs> to Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you watching Rocky this morning? Hey, no wonder hey, you liked it I like so much. Hey, I'm Mike, pass me the ball, hey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was one thing I could never understand, that Stil- Sylvester Stallone's name was Sylvester, like the cat. It was a, it was a wild time in the 80s. <laughs> Okay, JD, what's your ultimate score on this? My ultimate score is uh, zero. It's zero of whatever. Pick pick whatever. What a swack hammer this guy's been. (laughs) Okay, Zach, uh, have a go at this. How do you want to grade this? Oh, man, I don't know how I follow that up. Uh, All right. uh, Yeah, as I mentioned before, I liked it enough as a kid, and I hated it when I watched it in my 20s, and now I'm in my late 30s, and I hate it even more. I I didn't enjoy it. Like, I... Uh, at a certain point, I think there are about 25 minutes left, and, uh, and my girlfriend asked, like, do you need to watch the whole movie? <laughs> and that, that kind of sums it up. And I, and I said, I don't know, because I couldn't remember if anything important happened. And guess what? It didn't. I could have no. stopped with, with 25 minutes left, and we could have uh, made the lasagna earlier that we made. And the lasagna was actually great. First time I made lasagna. So I give that, uh, I give that a six out of six rings. But for this, for this movie, um, I'm going to say, you know, I think Jordan got to produce some of this movie as well. That's usually what happens with these things. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take it as Jordan the executive, and it's somewhere between a Kwame Brown and an Adam Morrison selection. <laughs> <draft>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, look, I will say this. I've always hated this movie, and in having to rewatch it, I thought I was going to hate it even more, and I guess I didn't. I was pleasantly surprised by how quickly it went watching it. Um, it, it, didn't, uh, it didn't feel like 90 minutes. Like you said, JD, it's not really. One thing I liked, I liked that cool opening montage of, like, the the credits you know like with the bunch of MJ clips in there mm-hmm. I was like oh that was cool and they made it like four minutes long yeah. um, so that part was enjoyable yeah otherwise this thing is pointless but I'm happy to hear that kids are loving this and again I had a real you know awakening when I realized it wasn't MJ it wasn't the story that made me dislike this movie it's that I'm not the biggest Looney Tunes guy so I'm sorry JD I will not be going back no, to you watch should. the class it, no. it, this is not a true representation no, I of get Looney that. Tunes. I'm I get that. Telling. I get yeah. Chuck but Jones it does is a feel genius. to me like almost the last major moment that the Looney Tunes had. I don't know what they've been up to since. <laughs> I guess I haven't been uh, keeping track too much. But I mean, this was a major moment for the tunes. Hopefully, yeah. um, you know, the HBO Max thing works out for him. I'd like to see him get some more gigs. I hope. I, I mean, I assume they've had a movie since this, right? Like, did they have their own movie? No, I think so, uh, I think they, the there was a series that came out that was a, uh, a reboot of the the Looney Tunes stuff that my kids definitely oh. watched and they were into, and and it was actually it was good. It was okay. It was it held up. Not this. Uh, I know. I know. One more thing. I know it's the '90s, and like you know, things were more physical back then. Should Yosemite Sam have guns on the court? Well, <laughs> I mean, illegal, right? Yeah. Like, well, the nerd locks had a lot of guns too. That's right? true. Yeah. That's yeah. True. 
There's a lot of weapons. Um, it's, 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 yeah. Anyway, I guess, like I said, it went a little quicker than I thought it was going to be, so that was good, but I'd hate this movie. I hope to never, ever, ever have to watch it again because I'm not having kids, so I'm not watching it with them, I'll tell you that. Uh, I will give this, though, I love the Hit em High, still love that song, and sure, it's MJ. I'll give it two out of ten, um... Uh, VIP skip the line um, passes to Moron Mountain, <laughs> uh, which, which you know what we didn't see a lot of it, but I was intrigued by Moron Mountain. I, I would like to visit. Uh, maybe that's just because we've been uh, holed up in our houses for two and a half months, and I want to do anything. So yeah, two out of ten. Not a fan. And again, apologies. I think that's the thing about this movie that really drives me nuts is that so many people think it's a good movie. And that, yeah. that just doesn't sit well with me, because it's not right. <laughs> uh, but I know you're going to get angry. Tweet at us, at No Dunks Inc., uh, and let us know if you're a fan of Space Jam, if you're excited for Space Jam 2 with LeBron. And I can't believe we did an entire Space Jam episode and somehow avoided answering who would be the five current NBA <laughs> players to be the Monstars. And we're going to purposely leave it at that. And so you can keep emailing us. Get your questions and your comments in to nodunksattheathletic.com, especially for Beach Steppin' next week. Zach, thanks so much, man, for, oh, uh, for joining us. How can, uh, obviously, listeners out there follow you? What's the easiest way to, to keep in touch with your work? Yeah, at Talk Hoops on, uh, on the old uh, Twitters and Instagrams. And then uh, I would say if you like uh, you know bad movies and you can tolerate myself and Amin Al-Hassan, we do have a bad movie podcast called Cinephobe, which you can find <laughs> on the Count the Dings <laughs> network. And we review movies that are 40% or less from a uh, critic score or an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. We're about 38-ish episodes in. Wow. We've recorded like 43 of them. We've done, uh, we've done Kangaroo Jack 2. We've done Showgirls, we've done Jade, we've done, uh, we're recording Along Came Polly today, like we've oh done some, God. we've done some movies that are actually good and some movies that are just like almost <laughs> broke up the podcast. So yeah, if you, if you want to kill an hour every week, well, we got that for you. Hey, if you ever do, if you ever do Con Air, uh, Zach, you got to let me know about that I one, man. That, that's he does no, bad movies, Lee. That's yeah. that's yeah. the best bad movie of all time. That's. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that I agree with the word bad here, but yeah. uh, you know, it's another so, podcast for another day. Do they have to? Do the movies you watch have to be under forty percent in both of those? The, no, the just cr- one or the other. We can loophole it. Yeah. Oh my we, god. Okay. We started bringing in the audience score into it because we wanted to get a couple movies in there. Ah, uh, okay. I got gotcha, you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Well, I know my favorite movie of all time rad is uh one of the you know has one of the lowest critic score of all time rad really yeah rad rad for the longest time had the record i don't know if it's still true of like the biggest gap between the critic score and the audience score okay yeah it was like (laughs) critics had it at like eight percent and the audience had it at like 95 percent or something (laughs) it was something hilarious like that Uh, so i don't know if you ever do a rad holler at me oh yeah you're you're yeah we've done a couple of zero percenters i think Gotti was zero percent with john travolta we've done a lot of john travolta movies actually uh we did uh yeah Gotti the fanatic might have been zero percent and then we just did ballistic x versus sever which is worse than a zero percent movie have you done the guardian with ashton kutcher and kevin costner that's no. an awful movie. Wow. Oh my god, that's a bad movie. That's terrible. We'll, we'll add it to the list. Yeah, man, please do. Well, this sounds amazing. So go check out Zach on Twitter and Instagram at Talk Hoops and make sure, yeah, you check out this podcast. Yeah, Cinephobe. Yeah. Uh, Cinephobe. This sounds fantastic. All right, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, Larry, that could have been me. Let's go both. Embrace the day, people. Oh, hit him.
like it's only 